Oh, I'm, get oh. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks from Amy and, um, uh, Emily and Jamie's wedding off that. I'm getting hints of coconut. Coconut and... Not a whiskey drinker. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, by the fact that you're getting a hint of coconut and something that doesn't have coconut. Yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, it's like when you get a bad medicine. Yeah, because it's honey flavoured. I feel like I should have a cigar on the go. <sighs> I feel like you shouldn't. No. Um, are you ready for your bedtime story? Oh, I'm ready. Let's do this. This is Ben's bedtime stories where I tell my husband true crime stories that he doesn't want to know and he gets them anyway. Um, so... <laughs> Shall I drink that one? <laughs> You're no, struggling a bit here, aren't you? But maybe my ice melts, it will dilute. I say I'm gonna go for one that's not as gross as last time. It's it's not as gross, but obviously they're all still horrific. I'm not saying that we're going for a better story this week because these stories are all bad and I am not undermining what happens. But um you're a fan of Bob Dylan? Um, I don't know if I'll go as far as to say a fan, but there's certain songs of his that I'm alright with. Okay, well. Uh this week we're gonna do this is about someone called Brenda Spencer. You ever heard of her? Oh, I think I know where you're going with this Bob Dylan thing. Is it um, about a hitchhiker? No. No, no you're miles off. Okay, so. This is the 1979 Cleveland Elementary School shooting. Um, oh, right, no. I'm, I'm confusing Bob Dylan with somebody else. I can't think who. So. Okay. So, uh, you might want to get your phone and Google a little picture of her. She's... A, she's so, Brenda Spencer was born April the 3rd, 1962. Uh, she lives in San Diego, did, live in San Diego, California. And she lived across the street from Grover Cleveland Elementary School. She's five foot two, really thin, really long red hair. You see her? Mm-hmm. You wanna, uh, yeah, go down a bit, that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was described by one of her classmates at school as pretty crummy looking. Ouch. Harsh. <laughs> no bit. She was introverted and was really into photography, which I think she won some sort of kid school award for. Um, she had a bike accident as a kid, which meant that she had an injury to her temporal lobe of the brain. That temporal? Mm-hmm. Not temporal. 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 She had a brain injury, which is, as we know, was growing on me. Um, tastes like. Have you had a brain injury? He's <laughs> struggling to keep on track. It tastes like um, <laughs> peanuts. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm gonna say nuts then because I need to make a rude joke. We should do a um, podcast about all of the things that you think taste like other things. Like do like a little minisode. <laughs> like Alan Carr, you know when he used to open up his globe and he'd just offer them some weird kind of drink and it'd be like, What are we drinking tonight? Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. 
So she, yeah, she had a um, injury to the temporal lobe on her brain, which there's like a few things you've got to look out for with killers, isn't it? And one of them is always injury to the head. Um, her parents were divorced and she lived with her dad and they both slept on a single mattress on the floor and the house was just full of empty bottles of alcohol. Wait, her and her dad? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see where this is going. I, yeah. Okay, so she skipped school a lot and she was referred to a facility for pupils that were a bit of a problem um, and they told her parents that she was suicidal. Um, she also accused her father of physically and sexually abusing her, like... Mm, Sorry. Well, yeah. Like, the 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 single mattress thing is the biggest, like, fucking hugest red flag going there, isn't it? Because it's... Yeah. Gross. So. Surely, like, even if you're skinny, you can get two mattresses. Do you know what? It... Surely. Get one of a dumpster. If my, if my teenage daughter and I had nowhere else to sleep, I would let her have the mattress and I would sleep on the floor. You just, just let her have the floor. Well, you I'd are. I'd the mattress. I'm just a better person than you, then. Um, <laughs> we know this. <laughs> so, in the summer of '78, she was arrested for shooting a BB gun at the school across the road and breaking some of the windows. And she was also done for burglary as well. Although I don't know if that was a school or somewhere else. Um. December of 78 she had a psychiatric evaluation done and the doctors basically said that she needed to be admitted into hospital for depression and her father the model citizen he is model citizen yeah refused permission so she didn't go into hospital because why would you um because if she got help then she'd probably get help with the problem of him mm. being a rapey shit house. yeah <laughs> Please get a different drink. <laughs> so for, so for can't have your whiskey, you big funny. No, I can't. Um, <laughs> Mick funny as well. Like a big part of the reason why we even have this podcast is because of Shelby, um, who I don't, I'm not entirely convinced listens anymore. But um, I think she said she found it a bit too rambly. Um, oh, we are. We are. She's not wrong at all. But, this is not a professional podcast. We are sitting now drinking whiskey that I was recommended to drink because of Andy, and now we're rambling on in the podcast about Andy and Shelby's partner, and about you not being able to drink. <laughs> uh-huh. um, they've got a weird bottle in their house, by the way, a drink called Unicum. Uh, okay, that's a no from me. Yeah, it was an absolute no from me as well. Anyway, okay, so Brenda, yeah, um, what's your agenda? Well, her dad for Christmas that year bought her. What do you think he bought her, Ben? Oh, fucking bondage or something equally as bleak. No. I don't know. No, no, no. She, um, she said. Semi automatic. She said, I asked for a radio and he bought me a gun. No, I wasn't. Um, he bought her a 22 caliber rifle with telescopic sight and 500 rounds of ammo. Which is like, oh, cool, Dad, thanks. But it's actually kind of sad because. Um, when she was asked, why do you think your dad bought you that? She said, I felt like he wanted me to kill myself. Which is really sad. Um, so, Monday, 29th of January, 1979. It's half eight in the morning. And there is children waiting outside Cleveland Elementary School to go in. They're waiting for the principal. 
uh, Mr. Burton Rag to open the gates. And Brenda starts shooting out of her window at the children. Um, eight children are injured. And the principal, when he comes out of the school to try and help the children, he is shot and killed. He was 53 years old. Um, uh, what's a custodian? Uh, is it not like a word, like a fancy word for teacher? Okay, well, teacher Mike. Or is it like a? Oh, it's like a janitor or something, isn't it? Oh yeah, maybe. Okay, um, Mike Sushar, fifty-six. He tried to go and help the principal and pulled him to safety, and then he was shot and he was also killed. Um, and she'd already by this point let off thirty rounds of ammo. So the police were informed and whilst responding to the call for assistance um, one police who turned up was shot in the neck when he arrived and he was the ninth person to be injured. He was only 28. Um, they managed to prevent further casualties because the police parked a garbage truck in the front of her house which blocked her line of fire so she couldn't see out of the window properly to like go for anyone else um at this point she i guess has nothing else much to do so she just barricades herself in the house because she knows the police can come for her and the paper in the area the san diego san diego union tribune um doesn't know where she lives but knows the area so randomly starts calling all the phone numbers in the area to try and get hold of her and when he finally get hold of her and she answers the phone because I guess she's just um I don't know, I'm a cup of tea. Says why why were you why did you do this? Why are you shooting people? And her reply is, I don't like Mondays, this livens up the day. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought you were going yeah. to Um But I also conf confused him with that um blowing in the wind song, which is not Bob Dylan at all. You mean candle in the wind? That's Elton John. No. Blowing in the wind. <laughs> I'm definitely getting coconut off this. Carry on with the story and okay. then I'll... Um, I know it is Bob Dylan. Is it? Yeah. And it, it's essentially a... I, th I think, if I remember it rightly, it's... And sorry to swerve the conversation no, again, fine. we'll go back. But um, if I remember it rightly, it's to do with like a hitchhiker who has killed somebody, um, and the, then we're like, "Oh, where are you heading?" And he goes, "Well, the answer is blowing in the wind. Like, I'll go wherever it takes me." Oh, okay. If I remember that like rightly, I could completely not remember it rightly. Okay. Um, Maybe that'll be a story for the next podcast. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll tell to you. Look that up. Yeah, <laughs> we should do that. You should find a crime story and you should tell me okay. okay if you are interested in that let us know on our, on our facebook group because that would be so interesting it'd be good for you to find one that i don't know as well and you could tell me if that's the thing it might have been from an from a fictional story but oh. I, I don't know i'll find out have a look okay but i'm sure that song's about a murdering hitchhiker oh, okay or the taxi driver was going to kill somebody oh. it it relates to We'll go back. I'll, okay. I'll think about it in the meantime. Right, okay. not recording. So, 
the police are trying to negotiate with her to be like look at my house and um she says well the people i shot they were easy targets and if you get me out i'm gonna come out shooting so she's having a situation going on with her i don't know anyway they end up negotiating for up to seven hours and um she finally comes out when they say hey look let's just go burger king get you some dinner and sort this all out and she's like yeah okay then i'll come out for a burger king <laughs> so she leaves the house and they go in and they find like loads of empty drinks bottles lying around the place like loads of whiskey bottles and stuff um so she wasn't drunk and i'm thinking hello that must have been the dads i mean it's pretty common isn't it like drunk abusive dad yeah do you know what i mean in these situations it seems to be it yeah, normally is something there's normally if they're an abusive parent there's normally normally some sort it's of like addiction a, issue it's like a stereotypical stephen king film it is isn't it it is it totally is um it's like the bullets aren't made out of like fire or something. There's no it bullets loves a bit made of sci-fi. Fire. It's the girl yeah, but, that makes fire. Yeah, but he loves a bit of sci-fi, doesn't he? Yeah, but you should read more, man. Yeah, you are. Um, she. <coughs> was... <laughs> what did not... you say? <laughs> You're still not dealing with this whiskey, are I'm you? I'm really not. She was. <coughs> Welcome to the cough it's, cast. It's, it's <laughs> the really, pod It's really coconutty. It's not coconut. It is. And maybe it is. It could be made of coconut. I don't know. I only taste mm. the honey in the blessed, blessed alcohol. <laughs> it is a school night and we are drinking whiskey. Yeah, but technically, like, you know, it's not like I've got to drive to work tomorrow. That's true. I could drink whiskey in the day if I wanted to. I mean, I'm not even a I driver, don't. so technically I can drink as much as I like because I haven't got to drive anywhere. I don't. But... Man, this is a very sidetracked story, which is just as well, because there's not as much on this one. Um, she was charged as an adult, and she pled guilty to two counts of murder and assault with a deadly weapon. And it's literally the day after her 18th birthday, on April 4th, 1980, that she is sentenced to 25 years to life in prison. Um, and also, when she's in prison, she's then diagnosed with epilepsy. So she's finally medicated for depression and epilepsy because she definitely needed some help, mental health side of things. Um, she worked repairing electric equipment in prison and she gets a really cute looking mullet. Did you see any of the pictures on there of her with like proper ginger mullet? No. She gets a proper prison do. Um, in 93 she is eligible to start having hearings to discuss parole um and she's had four parole hearings so far and she's been turned down every time her first parole she said that when she shot these people she was hallucinating and she was high on pcp that she bought at school and she was drunk on whiskey but they tested her at the time and she wasn't she was she wasn't on anything Imagine drinking whiskey for this podcast, knowing we had that part of our story I to tell. Did not think that through. <laughs> um, Andrew, you're a bad person. Yeah, I know. Um, Talks about she, being a better person than me. It's a bit like Malibu, this. She, yeah, she said. Okay, so she said that she, end game. She hoped that the police were going to shoot her, which is weird. 
Because she could have just shot herself and not... No, I mean that they didn't shoot her, but then, I mean, she's, like, whiter than white, so maybe that's why. But that's none of my business. Um, she said her father beat and abused her, which he denied, obviously. Oh. Sorry, did they obviously. expect him to just... Just, okay, yes, I did do that. Yeah, yes. that was me. That was me. That was me, Sars. Um, and she says that she didn't plan to do this killing. It was manslaughter. She can't remember loading the gun. She can't remember picking up the gun or picking up in the house or whatever. She just remembers shooting them and that she was not in control of what she was doing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like standard defence for I don't want to take full responsibility for the bullshit thing I've Yeah, done. that's what it like, feels like. She seems very composed as well in these interviews that I watch with her, and she's very like, eh, yeah, well, you know, like I don't remember doing that. So it's okay, it doesn't count. Yeah, it's, it's not me. I mean, people have taken that approach on nights out, you know, when they've made mistakes <laughs> romantically. Mm. Okay, it doesn't count, I don't, don't remember it. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, it still happened, like, you can't just, yeah. Yeah, these people are still dead. Or, yeah. in the case of my analogy, these people are still fucked. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of bad because... I guess it's bad saying like oh at least they didn't die some people still died but I guess at least the kids does that sound bad at least the kids didn't die but then no it's I think I know what you mean because it's way worse isn't it when uh, innocent kids die yeah the adults were innocent but it's really sad knowing that someone came to help the principal and then they died yeah and he died trying to protect those kids died trying to be a hero yeah from a villain that shouldn't have been created in the first place I'm sorry, like the, why did they not fucking realise? Do we know what, if there was like a trigger... Excuse that pun. Intentionally. <laughs> no, but do we know if there's like a breaking point there that's like... Was there something happened that day that caused her know. to be irrationally angry? Was she getting like ridiculously bullied or... Like no, you said someone said she said she was crummy looking. Did she get like picked on over her appearance or... What's the deal there? Because I... And it all, these story, the thing about these stories that always bothers me is like why yeah. why does somebody go into a school and shoot the place up like it's just well her, I mean her explanation is she just didn't like Mondays they're boring so I don't know um, okay. I do find it weird though that I think I've realised where I've got confused between Bob Dylan and is it oh, not okay. Bob Geldof that does I don't like Mondays <laughs> did I read the wrong name? <laughs> what did I say? Bob Dylan. Oh, it's Bob Geldof. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I, I got confused and then you even had me thinking... <laughs> Who's nah, Bob Dylan? The one who does the Blowing in the Wind song. Oh, I'm not okay. going to sing it, but... Bob Dylan is the one who does a Hitchhiker song. Bob Geldof has so much to do with this. Yeah, Bob Geldof is the one that does all of the... Um, Feed the world and yeah, that prick. Yeah, I don't like him. They always—is he the guy? No, that's Paul McCartney. The one they always bring out whenever the fucking Queen's on TV, and he's like doing a song that lasts about ten minutes, and it's like, do you know what, mate? Go home and Wait. get an Ogle team because I'm what's fucking. Paul Mc- what's Paul McCartney shit. got to do with, with? Oh, he's just always. Oh, on the TV. Queen, not Queen the band. No, the Queen. Whenever right. like I don't know Olympics or something. Do the Queen. Just whenever she's on TV. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's a national fucking hero. He's a national treasure. No, he's not a national treasure. He's an old fucking man that does boring songs. Oi. Nah. Oi. No, I ain't a, I ain't a Paul McCartney fan, I'm afraid. Welcome 
I'm to sorry. the divorce cast. I'm sorry, no. No. no he's, a, he's a bit annoying. I'll he give is. You that. And it always goes on for fucking ages. But the Beatles are legends, you're wrong about that. You're wrong about his music. I made yeah. fucking a nursery rhyme song about a submarine band. It's a great fucking song. Shit. It's a great fucking song. <laughs> Absolute abortion of a song. You're an abortion of a song. <laughs> right. You like Cardi B wet ass pussy. Don't fucking hey. come and talk to me Oi, about fucking heroes like Paul McCartney and saying those songs are abortions of a song. Cardi B should have been a boy. <laughs> She's fucking scum. All right. She is absolutely a shit stain <laughs> on society. And I want all, if anybody, if any of our listeners don't know why I think this, it's nothing to do with her about, you know, being sort of sexually liberal and stuff like that. She's the I don't female mind Bill Cosby. She's the female Bill Cosby. She used to drug guys and pretend she was going to sleep with them and steal their shit. She deserves fucking to be put into a fiery bin full of maggots and have. Razor blades dropped in there and then thrown around, and then fucking. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> Salt poured on her. She's a, just a fucking absolute scum. She really is. You know, she got, recently got back with that guy she filed for divorce for. But I don't know. They asked about. Look, they asked I about why. They said, why, why are you getting back with this guy? Yeah, right? what did she say? He's got a lot of stuff that I like to steal when he goes to sleep. <laughs> she meant, she said, well, I just, I just started to miss him and I miss having a dick. A dick. There's loads of people with dicks. Half the planet. Not the one you fucking divorced from, you fucking scare. What? Right. Although... It... Also, while we're loosely fighting around the subject, I don't think Bob Dylan's a very nice guy. Is he not? I don't no, know who he is. I'm not sure where that where that comes from. I'll research it. I still find it funny that I remember when I said to you a while ago, the amount of times that I'm like in the kitchen washing dishes and I'm like going, uh, oh, God, what is it? I don't cook. I don't clean, and I'm always cooking or cleaning <laughs> as I'm singing that song. I can't help it. It's a guilty yeah, pleasure. Okay? Stupid. Oh yeah. Mm. Can I go back to my story now that you've had your? Yes. Your. <laughs> this is the intervention. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you remember where we got to? No, not at all. No. Okay. Uh. What? Oh, she said that her dad had been abusing her um, and he denied it and then we okay yeah and then we said that she hadn't planned it it was man's she should have been done for manslaughter not murder um, this boils my piss this does and I'm not trying to side with her because I know she's a bad person right the parole board chairman said as she hadn't told any prison staff before that she'd been abused by her dad he doubted that it was true Look, dickhead. <laughs> you don't get to tell a victim when is the right time to come forward. Like, just because she never mentioned it before, don't mean it didn't happen. Would you not agree? Yeah. Like, some people don't even process that shit for years, let alone actually think, oh, that's bad, I need to tell someone. That's... Uh, my rant done. So, 2005, the, um, one of her last parole hearings, the district attorney said that four years previously, her girlfriend in prison at the time was released, and after her girlfriend was released from prison, she um, was self-harming and had a 
psychotic episode and was unfit to be released. Which to me sounds like, okay, understand that she needs to be punished as a murderer, but self-harm in a psychosis, that's, something needs to be done there, doesn't it? Like, she's not right. Yeah, you don't okay, just randomly start popping be... shots at no. people out of your window if you're not psychotic. She don't need Plus to be Plus the released, head injury. But there's something that needs to be done there. Like, something needs sorting out of her. Um, she scratched words into her arms that the prison officers read as courage and pride. She claims that they are runes um, and they actually say the words unforgiven and alone, which even if they did say courage and pride, she's interpreting words or into she's, her. She's scr- one, she's scratching words into her. That ain't normal. And two, if she's thinking of words as unforgiven and alone, there's fucking shit going on around, isn't there, that needs proper help. Um, okay, so 2009, she was turned down for parole again, and they said they won't consider parole again for at least another 10 years, which is September 2021. So next year, she could be up for parole again. Um, the school closed in 1983, along with other schools in the area, because there was declining um, like pupils signing up for that school. I mean, understandably. <laughs> yeah, do you want to go to that school? No, I'm all right. Thanks. And this is where Bob Geldof comes in. Um, he wrote the song for the group he was in Boomtown Rats called I Don't Like Mondays after this incident that was released in 1979. I don't know the song, but... It was apparently number one for four weeks in the UK. Yeah, it's a huge song. Is it? Do you know it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not singing it, um, but... No, it's... please don't. Um... <laughs> I've got Blowing in the Wind stuck in my head, though. I just see Elton John in my head because I think of Candle in the Wind. No. It was played in the US but not in San Diego um, and even that was against her family trying to prevent it so I, I wonder what her family thinks of her but I mean really they should also be looking at the dad because and where's the mum in this like mm, maybe the whole family's just fucked um, maybe the mum's dead you're shaming a dead person maybe but if not maybe that's why the husband drinks not that it makes it alright to nonce your daughter, but... <laughs> hey, look. If I die... You be very careful with the next words that you choose. Yeah, don't pick up a drinking habit. Don't do oh, that. Oh, no, I mean, I'll almost certainly pick up a drinking habit. Oh, would you? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. No, don't do that. Take up Zumba or something. Miss you. Oh, that's cute. That's cute, yeah. I like to, you know. Yeah, but you don't need to do that, I mean... You wouldn't have time to, there'd be too much going on. You wouldn't have time to stop another bev. Unless I did like a drive through whiskey. Like you could just go and go go and get a coffee and then get a whiskey too. And then you'd be driving and you couldn't do that. Don't do that. Um Bob Geldof said that she wrote to him and said that she was glad he did that song because that made her famous. And that's not a good thing to live with, he said. Like, yeah, that, oh, I don't know. And now I'm like, hang on a minute. You don't really sound sorry for what you did. So fucking rot there. 
I don't know, it's very weird. Yeah, she, like, I'm glad I'm famous. Oh, yeah, like, I'm glad I've got my bit of fame and I'll kill people and terrorise children and... Which I can't get on board with because if you've been abused by an adult, why would you then want to make other kids' lives hell? It's like abusers that come... Abused people that become abusers. Why would you do it? It doesn't make sense, does it? No. Um... She's admitted to feeling somewhat responsible for every school shooting that has occurred since her own. And she says, every day I live with the knowledge that I took two lives and that's hard. But, I looked this up. And the first school shooting. There's been school shootings fucking decades before her. Like, 200 years before her. So, that's a bit big-headed of her to be like, oh, all those school shootings after me, that was because of me. No. It's not because of you. Yeah, but you're not in touch with reality anyway, are you? I don't think she is. Like... Um, however, she certainly caused more injuries than previous shootings. And there was the very first school shooting I looked at. It was like in the 17, 1800s. And looked pretty interesting. So maybe I'll have to look into that a bit more. What was it with a bow and arrow? <laughs> yeah, literally. I think it was like uh, Native Americans that broke into a school and apparently scalped loads of kids. Oh, yeah, so... What do you mean? Yeah, no. However, she's still in prison today. And the latest thing I found out about her recently, she's turned into a fucking tank. I don't know what it is with yeah, people in prison fucking... getting massive. She's got nothing to do but eat all day. No, she's fixing electronic stuff and writing to Bob Geldof. Yeah, but she's done those things. <laughs> you, can only, you can only write to him so many times to say, oh, thanks for making famous, and him just going... Oh, I feel bad now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On his bed of money. Because <laughs> I bet he made a lot of money out of that song. Yeah, I'm blowing in the wind. <laughs> safe for blowing something else, then. No. Um, She's in a group now in prison, apparently called the Golden Girls, which means that when they're over 55... Um, they get they can voluntarily go up to this group and they get like extra privileges because of their age or something, which means she gets like she gets two pillows instead of one and all that kind of weird shit. But I mean, bitch, you don't deserve no pillows. No, she should have them both taken away. Mm. Um, mind you, she's clearly fucking chicken oriental, isn't she? Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, it's not. A, case of whether or not she's got enough pillows on her bed it's whether or not she's got enough fucking padding on the walls <laughs> it's just I don't know it, it does make you wonder you can understand it almost in a way in terms of like the actual insanity side of it like maybe if that's because she's been battered and abused maybe she just has so much anger and was so damaged that that's the way her brain coped with it I don't know but I mean it doesn't make it right no, yeah, of course not. But the fact that her dad didn't allow her to go into hospital, it could have been prevented. Yeah. And my thought process was maybe her dad didn't let her go into hospital because she probably would have said maybe earlier on, my dad's been, nonce you know, me. yeah, me. Yeah, possibly. It's a real sad, messed up case, isn't it? Mm. But um, that is the story of the Cleveland Elementary shooting and Sleep Well. Yeah, thanks. It's alright, you're welcome. Gonna have to this whiskey though, it's quite strong. <laughs> um, I know, I have had... Plus, to... I'm gonna finish yours, let's be honest. You're not drinking that. I... I don't know, I might. I'm just... The water's helping from the ice. 
you meant to sip it slowly. You meant to. I feel like I need a an a big office desk in front of me. I need a job for that in an office. Oh, you were you were careful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have clarified. Many. Jobs, I clarified. Just not in an office. Hmm. Give me a happy thought for this week that we can end on then. Um. Oh, come the fuck on, Bridget. I've got a load of stuff for my new job. We you went did. clothes that's shopping. Your, got that's your... smart clothes. And... You said the other week, didn't you, that you had something good but you weren't sure if you could say yet. Well, you can say now. Oh, I have a new job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be uh, an estate agent. And so if any of my, if any of our eight listeners <laughs> needs to buy a house in the short term. We have an estimated audience now of eight listeners. And we are... So grateful that you listen. We really are. Yeah. You should tell more people though, because we do want to be famous. No, okay. we don't want to be famous. No, we want to be famous. Right, ben wants to be famous. I want to be famous. But we are really grateful that that you listen and and uh, enjoy our ramblings of a Sunday. Andrew evening. wants to be famous as well. She's just no, trying to pretend humility. No, I don't. Please She's don't. Just... I don't. The thought of people taking pictures of me. I, there will be constant pictures of me in magazines of just in my fucking pajamas. Yeah, this is true. Catching me going out, like, taking all the empty wine bottles. Stop going. <laughs> <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. You and Paul Gascoigne on a split spread. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it would not be good. Um, I don't know if I have a happy thought for this week. I struggle a bit. Oh, thanks. I always struggle with a happy thought. I can't ever think of anything outright. I treated my hubby today to a new coat. He's got a Mark Darcy coat, and I'm quite excited to rip it off him. <laughs> there we go. That's my happy thought. Here are details you didn't need. <laughs> um, yeah. So I treated you to some new clothes. So you can look all smart, because you currently work in your PJs from That's home. That's not entirely true. Because of But I, I typically work in a band shirt and a pair of jeans or tracky bottoms. Sometimes I do work in pajama bombs, and that is my right, and I choose to observe it. You fucking own it. You do that. But, you know, I did start sort of trying to be kind of dressing still and things like that, but it just... It's an effort. It just seemed pointless after a while. Like, eight months. Yeah. Eight fucking months we've been doing this shit for now. Yeah, that's true. It does seem a bit pointless, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Alright, well. Um, a big thank you to our to people that do listen to our shit. We do really appreciate it. it we do. Good. I'm glad that people are listening. Um, we're going to go finish our whiskeys now, and then... I don't know, I'm not catch up on Corey. Yeah. Um, it's soon Halloween in a couple of weeks, so I've got to think of a Halloween one to do. I think I know what I'm going to do. It's going to be a scary one. Scary. A scary one. Um, if you've got any suggestions, throw them my way. Um, I'll add them to my list because I have an ever-growing notebook of where I'm writing down things to do and stuff. Um, things and stuff. Things and stuffs. 
What about the stuff and things, though? There's also stuff and things. Oh, okay. Um, if you're not already, what? If you're not already, join the Facebook group. Yeah, get um, involved. Give us genuine feedback and let us know how don't tell us how doing. shit we are. You know, no, we already know. We know we're shit. We're not very professional. Um, yeah, but let us know if you enjoy it. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.